there's a story to this. Are you sitting comfortably? Then I will begin. I was watching a piece on YouTube that Bruce Kulick had made for his, his suddenly now departed brother Bob. And um, he mentioned that Bob worked with Tim Curry. You know Tim Curry. Rocky Horror Show, Rocky Horror Picture Show. People are bound to lead with that. But loads of other work, including Clue. Remember Clue? A rather overdone piece, in my view, from Mr. Curry. Um, but really good actor, Legend. He's in Legend. It's a great film, that, actually. Um, and uh, he's not working at the moment due to illness. But he's had a fine, extensive career and released some albums. Now, three albums, I understand. Two of them covers and quite eclectic. But this one, Fearless, a rockier album on which Bob played. This came out in uh, 1979 on A&M, so it was was a serious situation. Michael Kamen and Dick Wagner produced this. It's a big piece. I mean, you have got the Rocky Horror Show and Rocky Horror Picture Show. Keep saying that. And, you know, there is some fame here, of course. Um, And actually, singles hit the Billboard Hot 100. Not a lot, but not huge, but, you know, in there. And you've got some really big people here. Michael Kamen's in there, um, of course, playing keyboards. You know, you've got David Sanborn on the saxophone. And it's um, and Dick Wagner plays the guitar here because Bob was on his touring band. But it's... um, It got to the pop albums, on the Billboard pop albums, at 53. That's not bad, you know. But I thought, how is Mr. Curry with um, his quite theatrical delivery um, going to handle the rock song and the rock album? Well, it's easy. He just does the, the Steinman meatloaf stuff. This is a bit sub sub bat out of hell, to be honest. We start out with Right on the Money, which... I thought, I want to a winner here. It's got really good kind of FM radio, that that kind of piano um, and a stabbing riff. Tim does sell it. The chorus is a bit musical theatre. His vocal is struggling to get out of the parameters of this, but it is a good song to start, you know. Quite a lot of this is dramatic, though. Hide the Face has an upfront sax. It's got a dramatic rock chorus and... You know, he really does enjoy himself. He doesn't stymie himself at all here, Tim. He really wants to, you know, to go where the music takes him, where the rhythm makes him. What's that? I think he's not I'll have to think about that. Um, but there's some stuff that doesn't work. I do The Rock was the hit, but he's kind of got a sort of... Am I hearing this wrongly? It sounds to me like he's doing an ill-advised German accent on a kind of Rocky Todd Rundgren feel type thing. It sounds a bit like Utopia. And um, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's the delivery I'm just a bit concerned about. It doesn't stand still this at all. When you've got Paradise Garage, which... Paradise Garage, Paradise by the by the Dashboard Light. It has an accessible big meatloaf 
big rock, big emotions feel, and he even gets us to sing along in the middle of it. And I did sing along, which is quite nice. You've also got Charge It, which is the last track here. That's got a meatloaf and Steinman later on in their career feel to it. Really pushes along. And then in the middle of this, Cold Blue Steel, which is like musical theatre and Weimar Club via 80s icy pop art stuff or art pop stuff. It's a great piece of work, this actually, but it's a little odd because of Tim Curry's um, delivery, which is very musical theatre. You know, he's interpreting these songs. It's not about rock, it's about, well, how this song sounds, and I'm really going to push this. It's overwrought sometimes, and just a bit odd sounding, but it's a really interesting album to spend time with. I shan't bother with the others. Well, maybe I'll give them a cursory listen. This is the one I'm most interested in. This is the rock album. I've never heard it before, and there's a lot of stuff like this around After Bat Out of Hell. This is one of the most successful, I think, because it doesn't see any parameters. It doesn't say, I better not do that. It looks at the, the things it can do and say, I'm rushing to that because I'm going to enjoy it. And pure unalloyed pleasure with an attempt at restraint to get into the charts makes for really odd bedfellows and a really odd listen. And that's why you have to have an odd feel to listen to it. Four out of five, oddly fun. Ta-ta. Oh, and I'll go where the music takes me. Jimmy James and the Vagabonds. 1974. Glad I cleared that up. Ta-ta.